Welcome back to yet another MTG podcast on this Commander Quick Take Saturday. As always, I am your host, Nigel, and today we are continuing to keep the spooky vibes flowing. I got this idea. F- I got the idea for this commander from the poll- my poll on Instagram. If you aren't already following the Curly Herd Nerd on Instagram, you should. I have a trade chain going on for a borderless foil force of will. Anyway, thanks to Magic McKenzie's Cards and Gaming for this suggestion. This commander is straight from a world very close to our own. Mind Flare the Shadow is a 9-9 for 4 colorless and 3 black, so 7 mana in total for this monster of a card. The Mind Flare is a legendary enchantment creature horror that reads Arvanox the Mind Flail. This is the magic name. It has the universes beyond as Mind Flare the Shadow and then the magic equivalent name, which is Arvanox the Mind Flail. It says, Arvanox the Mind Flail isn't a creature unless you control 3 or more permanents you don't own. And at the beginning of your end step, exile the bottom card of each opponent's library face down. For as long as those cards remain exiled, you may look at them, you may cast permanent spells from among them, and you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to cast those spells. This commander has a ton of text, so let's dissect that first. This commander is not a creature until you steal some of your opponent's permanents. At the end of your turn, you get the bottom card of your opponent's libraries. You may cast them by spending mana as though it were mana of any color on permanent spells. This commander is limited in the fact that it can only cast permanent spells. This commander can be very scary in the right setting, but it also could miss a ton. But if you are going into battle against every but if you are going into battle against a very creature and permanent heavy deck, you're probably going to have a blast piloting this beast. Just beware of spellslinger heavy decks because you can't cast instant sorceries. And you also can't play lands. You specifically have to cast a permanent spell, which is a little bit of a restriction. Anyway, let's dive into EDH rec now to take a look at what most people are playing with this commander. Also, this commander is ironically rank number 666. So, there you have it. All right, the first card on the list that we are going to look at is Cunning Rhetoric. It is a two and a black for an enchantment, and it reads, whenever an opponent attacks you and or one of your planeswalkers, exile the top card of that player's library. You may play that card for as long as it remains exiled, and you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to cast it. This is a really cool card that came out in the Strixhaven commander decks that we got. It is basically a black equivalent of a ghostly prison effect. It is the same mana, because it's two and one colored mana. And it matters when you are attacked. You get to steal the top card of that player's library. And you may play that card for as long as it remains exiled. So this is a very powerful effect. And you are able to play lands and cast any spell. You're not limited like your commander. So this is a really good prison effect. Because your commander is a lot of mana. It's not a creature. So this is a good way of having some built-in protection that people might not want to attack you. So they don't lose part of their deck. Next up, we have a very uh, staple card in a lot of mono black decks in Commander, which is Dark Ritual. Dark Ritual is a one black instant that just simply says, add three black to your mana pool. Your Commander is seven mana, which means it is going to be trying to get him out as fast as possible so you can start to steal the bottom card of your opponent's libraries. But this card is also great late game because you are allowed to spend mana as though it were mana of any color to cast those permanents. Meaning, three black mana is the same as three blue mana or three green mana. Doesn't matter. 
having that three mana burst can be really efficient in casting one of those permanent spells that you steal from your opponents. Keeping with the theme of having a billion mana, Cryptgast is a three and a black for a creature spirit. It has Extort, so whenever you cast the spell, you may play a white or a black. For if you do, each opponent loses one life and you gain that much life. As a commander player, you might look at that and say, wait, it has a white and a black pip in the cost. Actually, Extort is an, is an ability and anything in parentheses is reminder text, which has nothing to actually do with the card, which means you are allowed to play this card in a mono black deck. So there you go. Moving on, it also says whenever you tap a swamp for mana, add black to your mana pool, in addition to the mana the land produces. So this is just doubling your mana, basically, because you're going to be in mono black. All your lands are basically swamps, unless you have a few non-basics. So this card can be really efficient in getting out your commander and then casting those spells later on in the game. Next, we have a very unique card for this commander in Rito Lantern. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not sure. It is a two colorless mana artifact that says pay three colorless mana, put target card from a graveyard on the bottom of its owner's library. This card sees play in probably zero decks besides Cranko. Not Cranko. Grenzo. Probably Grenzo. Because he has the deal with putting creatures from the bottom of your library into play. But this is also a very interesting choice because you can choose to put opponent's creatures, um, their enchantments, any artifacts and permanent spells from their graveyard on the bottom of their library. And then when you get to your end step, you get to steal that card with Mind Flare. So this is a little bit of a like a little like a trap activation kind of trick. But it is a very unique card and also kind of very on point with this commander. And next up we have a very similar card in Rito Sentinel. It is a three mana artifact creature construct with defender. And it says when it enters the battlefield, target player mills three cards. And then it has the same clause as the Lantern, pay three colorless mana, put target card from a graveyard on the bottom of its owner's library, and it's a 3-3 three, three creature. Again, this does the same thing as the Lantern, but it's a body, and it has Defender, so you're able to kind of throw up a wall early on in the game, and you can have a player mill three cards, which means now you have a little bit more selection to choose from when you want to put one of the cards on the bottom of their library. All right. The last two cards we are going to be looking at for this commander. Next up, we have Nashi, Moon Sage's Scion. It is a one and two black for a legendary creature, Rat Ninja. It has Ninjutsu for three and a black, so you can return an unblacked attacker you control to your hand and put this card onto the battlefield from your hand tapped and attacking. Nashi also says whenever it deals combat damage to a player, exile the top card of each player's library. Until end of turn, you may play one of those cards. If you cast a spell this way, pay life equal to its mana value rather than paying its mana cost. This card is so cool. I love this card. I honestly want to build this as its own commander. It's basically like a mini Bolas's Citadel. When it deals combat damage, you get to exile the top card of everybody's library, including your own. Until end of turn, you may play one of those cards, which means if you hit four lands, you can still use one of those as your land drop for turn. But if you cast a spell, you just pay life equal to its mana value rather than paying its mana cost. 
So this is another theft effect in the deck. It makes sense because we want to turn on our commander. It is a 9-9. It's really good at closing out a game if you want to swing it at someone. So there you go. This is a very cheap and efficient way of stealing some cards, and you don't really have to pay mana for them, which, you know, is another reason why the Mind Flare is a little bit lacking in power. Since it gets the bottom card, you can only cast permanent spells, and you have to pay the mana. But Nashi is nice that it speeds up that process. And last but not least, we have one of the best black creature cards that has come out in recent times with Dothi Voidwalker. Dothi Voidwalker is a two black creature Dothi Rogue, and it has Shadow, which is an old mechanic. It is one of Trey's favorites. If you've listened to the podcast, you know, Trey is a rotating guest. He loves the mechanic Shadow, wishes there were a lot more Dothis running around with Shadow. Maybe one day. But Shadow reads this creature can block or be blocked by only creatures with Shadow. And it reads, if a card would be put into an opponent's graveyard from anywhere, instead exile it with a void counter on it. And then he says, tap, sacrifice Dothi Voidwalker, choose an exiled card an opponent owns with a void counter on it. You may play it this turn without paying its mana cost. And it is a 3-2. This card is so powerful. It shuts down graveyard strategies. It shuts... It, it, it's just a value piece. You can use it to start swinging in some like damage early on in the game. And you can sacrifice it to cast one of the spells at instant speed without paying its mana cost. So any tutors, counter spells that your opponents are going to play, you now have the ability to activate Dothi and play those at instant speed. But... Again, with the theme of the commander and stealing permanence to get our commander online, if one of your opponent's creatures die, you can sacrifice Dothi to cast it for free. And now you have a permanent that you control but don't own. Dothi is a competitive staple card in black. I run it personally in my Aminato competitive deck, and it is great. This shuts down so many strategies, and it provides so much value for only two black mana. So there you have it. That is Arvanox the Mind Flail, also known as Mind Flare the Shadow. That is really annoying that I have to go over two of names, but you know. Beat your opponents with their beat your opponents with their own permanence. That was hard to say. By sneaking into their libraries through the upside down. Run all sorts of ramp and rituals to speed this commander into play and be able to cast a ton of spells every turn. Let us know if you have built this commander or what cards you would include in the 99. As always, you've been listening to yet another MTG podcast. Stay tuned for Wednesday's episode on more spooky commanders. That's going to do it for this quick take, and I'll catch you later.